Need a drink. You are listening to the We Only Do One Take podcast. The only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. I'm just trying to solve audio problems here. Oh, hello everybody, welcome back to the We Only Do One Take podcast. It's the only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. I am your host, Turch, and with me is my co-host, the CEO, the man who always gets asked if he's an introvert or an extrovert, what he really is is a pervert, it's Kieran. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? <laughs> uh, that was excellent. Uh, very good, Turch, and I see you have been very busy. Yes, you. Uh, we can add something to our tally board. What can we add to our tally board now? We have now been banned or suspended on the Facebook group Podcast Nation. <laughs> Are we? Are we completely banned from that one Did now? you not see the violations that were broken on that group? No. It's not for the mere fact, which I thought was fucking hilarious, <laughs> the comment from the We Only Do One Take podcast that said, if you read... <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. If you read posted, okay, from sorry. Wikipedia, true crime, it's not a podcast or some shit like that. <laughs> it was If you own a true crime podcast and you either read from Wikipedia or just read an article, your podcast is shit or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I posted that in like eight different podcast groups. <laughs> and Podcast Nation, you violated the terms and conditions. Oh, search. no. Not because of that. Do you know why? Yeah, because when someone... Because you posted a link... To an episode, and you're not allowed to do that in the group. I don't understand. <laughs> it's like, it's like we've got a whole series on how not to do not to do podcasts. It's like, oh, you get banned for that. Well, I don't know what to tell you, mate. I'm not going to answer your question seriously. I'm, I'm trying to push the boundaries in all these podcast groups. I, like the next one's going to be like, I was actually disappointed because I thought, oh yeah, podcast. I saw this. This is like, this is hilarious. This would be like a bunch of comedians. You did upset some people. I upset a lot of people. And then there were some other people who also were like, this is fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I like the comment that said, if you just remove the information between the two commas, it says, if you have a true crime podcast, podcast your, your podcast, podcast sucks. <laughs> I wrote back to that guy, you are 100% correct. Um, I don't know what it is. It, like, I'm in bunch, like, the, the podcast, if you, because you got access to the account, right? Yeah, you can you can go on to, like I've, I just join all these podcast groups and all this stuff pops up and like I go on Facebook <laughs> and I've got like fucking fifteen things. I'm like, what the fuck's happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I just add us to the add us to those groups and uh-huh. I just send out like I just send out because I tried to promote us on those groups. Yeah, and it's useless. Uh-huh. It's no point at all. But I have found... Because everyone is in their own self-promotion. Yeah, it's just like, oh, promote... But I'm like, if I just put, like, shit up like that... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's funnier. Uh-huh. It's funnier. And that's, like, the Flat Earth group you, you joined. Oh, <laughs> my God. Did you want to... Do you want to start with that? Do you want to start with that? Let's... Let's start with the Flat Earth. Because I have been, as a fly on the wall... You've been very active in the... It's pretty in, goddamn funny. You've been I, very active. But I'm very funny. And <laughs> oh, wait, let's, let's play this first and let's get into it how it started. Oh. 
my goodness gracious me. So how do I, you know, people actually do send us messages um, every so often, right? Uh-huh. And I, I, I try to like respond to them or, or get to them when I can. And a gentleman who had a Minions avatar named Ben Tonkin messaged us on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. And he said, hey, he's listened to our podcast on the Flat Earth. So I don't know which episode it was because we've had a couple. We've had a couple, we've had yeah. a couple. One that we sort of just had a bit of a laugh of it. And then two, we had a person who was a Flat Earther, the gentleman from India, yeah. who I think I've tried to reach out to again, but he hasn't responded. Uh-huh. So maybe he fell off the edge or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the CIA got him. I don't know. And Ben has gone, hey, uh, I didn't, uh, I've been looking into things. A lot of things don't add up. A lot of this is the guy you were talking to has only led me down further. So he listened to our podcast. Yeah. And he was persuaded by the gentleman on the show, which I thought amazing. Like I've done something good. This guy has found some truth in in, Uh in something on our show. Fantastic. But he also said that, you took the piss out of him True. and you weren't taking the topics seriously. Correct. Now, maybe you weren't. <laughs> I was trying my best. I tried. I was trying to keep pretty neutral. There were some things I was like, yeah, keep telling me about this. And I thought I was just asking him some pretty legitimate questions. I actually went back and listened to a lot of the stuff. It's uh-huh. a lot of the stuff that I've been trying to post. As someone who's been in an aircraft and flown around the world, I can you can see yeah. that the earth is not flat. But anyway entertain me <laughs> okay and of course he says that most of the conspiracy theories that uh we list yeah all the time are actually connected and i find that something that all conspiracy theorists oh, do you know what do Tish? this is true all conspiracy theories are connected yeah and do you know what the gold conspiracy theory is oh it's the juice. jabari story <laughs> jabari story yeah. man i'm gonna find that video <laughs> that's a classic uh, anyway, so I said, hey, actually, you know, we had, uh, we, had, we had an opportunity again. We even bought videos, but obviously that was taken down from YouTube. So obviously YouTube is shutting us down for telling the truth. Uh, Let's face it, right? Uh, but we were able actually to reprehensible. We were actually to be able to debunk them pretty quickly. Uh, we're always keen to more, have more conspiracy theory stuff. Email us and, and we'll set up a time with you. Yeah. You can come on the show and give us your best evidence because that's all I really wanted from the guy. Even that email communication, I have it all. I'm happy to share yeah. it with anyone that uh, wants it. It was basically like, hey, we've seen you do this podcast. We're interested in the Flat Earth. We want to understand how you got to your thinking about the Flat Earth. Come on the show. Give us your top bits of evidence. Now, I remember the first time he came on the show, it wasn't his best evidence. No. But the second time he came out and because we, we were able to do the audio and visual thing and share it, we had a lot of people in the chat. We had like 30, 40 people watching at one stage. Yeah, yeah. It was a really good time and everyone, and it was pretty, pretty great. And even the guy was back and forth. But even so, wasn't, nothing really convinced me of, of, of that the earth is flat. Uh-huh. Right? So this gentleman, Ben, gave us three links. Uh-huh. Two videos. Uh, I think we're going to talk about them all. Yes. Okay. And I said, why don't you come on our show and said, the others happy to be persuaded. And he goes, sorry, I don't do well online with people. This is mostly for me. And I said, we are both at work because, you know, we've got full-time jobs, potentially unlike Ben. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Give us time to review and respond. So, Ben, if you are listening, and I'll send you this link, we are now 
you know, obviously we are... A, okay, I'm going to put it out there, Ben. We are, first and foremost, a highly political focus show. <laughs> <laughs> the Correct. second thing we are uh-huh. is a pro-sex robots for Vatican use only show. Uh-huh. Third one is that Kieran, at least, is pro-pedophilia. What? No, sorry. No, no, no sorry. <laughs> no. What? At- <laughs> In anime. You didn't let me finish, oh. Kieran. <laughs> anyway, we've got some Freudian slips here. <laughs> And the hey, fr- hey, 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 I'm not the Catholic in this room. You know what I mean? Like, I know you went to church and you're all well, Catholic. Look, I didn't want to, look, this is not the time to talk about your Jewish conspiracy theories. I thought I'd keep it clean and uh-huh. something that, uh, uh-huh. you know, I could joke about my own people. Okay. You know, unlike you, you have to, you know, let your people, you have to let those people go. That's, that's funny. Ben, we are, first and foremost, a comedy podcast. Now, we have no scientific training. We will even let you wear an adult baby diaper when you do this. Absolutely. We have no scientific, like, like physics, maths, scientific, learned people. Uh I did ask some people who have studied that sort of stuff, and I went on the internet, which seems to be where all, everyone on that, on the facebook group that the flat earth society facebook group whatever the facebook group is called that you linked me to because i joined it so did kieran and we found out that a lot of the things that people the evidence that was provided to us on some of those sites is it the flat earth chronicles or is it the flat earth revolution uh i think it's the flat earth chronicles okay a lot of the stuff that those people were posting for instance i asked a i put up there the Earth is actually hexagonal in shape, not round. If you think it's round, tell me why. Uh-huh. And the only the only two pieces of evidence were given to me. One was the Bible. And we could all say, like, I, I am Catholic. I just baptized my child. The Bible is a series of stories. It's not a work of, you know, non-fiction. It's, it's real. It's not, it's, it's, it's not real. Uh-huh. And secondly... Wait, no, fiction. Fiction, right? Fiction's not real. Not, non-fiction is like... Anyway, it's not real. And secondly, the thing that they gave me, one gentleman gave me a manual about how to fly a plane mm-hmm. from NASA. And I'm like, don't... But you guys don't believe in that NASA is... Is real. Is Well, he's telling the truth. And he went, I was like, well, yeah, but you can't deny the flight thing. I'm like, well, obviously you can, because you don't think NASA's telling the truth about the flight, about, sorry, about the flat Earth and the moon landing, but you believe in the flight manual. Anyway, Ben gave us three videos, and I'm going to go through the little things that I found in each of those videos and debunk them. Uh-huh. Okay, so the first video did you in the order did you watch was, I, 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 was a gentleman, and the gentleman... Ended up with a hammer in uh-huh. one hand and a and a playing card in the other. Wasn't he? He was in space. This one. It was yeah. in the International Space Station. So that gentleman, yeah, had a hammer in one hand uh-huh. and a card in another, and he was. And then right at the end, the whole thing is that he he makes a joke saying, "Not everything is as you believe." And he drops the ha- let's go with the hammer and the card at the same time. The hammer floats there, and the card falls down. Uh-huh. Right. First of all, Kieran. Did you watch that one? Yeah, I watched that one and I was like, what the fuck is this? this? I don't even believe the guys in the International Space Station. Okay. So, 
I looked into all of this, and that gentleman was in the International Space Station. In fact, when I watched the video, I knew who it was. Who was it? Okay. Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. He's not an astronaut. Yeah. He's got nothing to do with NASA. Uh-huh. He's got nothing to do with anything like that. He's not part of the government at all. Yeah. He is a gentleman named Richard Garriott. Do you know who Richard Garriott is? Not a clue. Richard Garriott is the uh, creator, developer of the video game series called Ultima, which is a tabletop RPG-based game. He was like the developer of those from like the early 80s. Uh Now, why is he in space? Because he's like a billionaire because he invented most of the code that like all video games sort of built up from the 80s into the ooh, now because his online game Ultima Online is still running. Right. He's a billionaire uh-huh. and he's like, oh, I just want to go to space. What do billionaires do? They go to space. Yeah. So. Sorry, when this video... because I, I so, lo- he's, so, wait, let me finish. so he goes up to space, does these funny things because he's a jokester billionaire, does yeah. whatever he wants. Comes back and even on a radio show, and I have the clip, but I've, I haven't put it on the right computer, so I can't play it. But on a clip on a radio show, because yeah, yeah, like it was a joke. Ah. <laughs> uh, so the, the, I immediately <laughs> just went, "What the fuck's going on? Like, what like thing has been docked, or what green screen?" No, sorry, there you go. That's right. So it was International Space Station. So Richard Gary was there, yeah, okay. and it was a joke. And he goes, "Yeah, what we did was we put a little rubber band, and someone was below me because it can't, you can't, you can't see below his like yeah, nipples yeah, and yeah. The, you know below his chest." In the video, and it goes, yeah, yeah, and they pulled on the rubber band, and someone yanked it, uh-huh. and that was how we did it. I'm like, oh, of course, that makes complete sense. So there you go, debunked. Uh-huh. The guy that did it. Now I don't know if it, 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 this is the thing with flat Earth people. Are they actually going to believe that explanation from the person? Well, I have a conspiracy Probably that not. most people on flat Earth are not flat Earthers. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> it's like two or three blokes. <laughs> okay. Second video. Yeah. No, I didn't watch the third video because after the second video, uh-huh. I was like, this is useless. Yeah. Okay. But the second video, what, what, what you describe it. Can't remember it. The second video. Can we watch the second video? No, I can't look at it again. I'm going to describe it to you. Okay. Was them using footage from the top of a ship, a time-lapse footage of it moving, like traveling around the ocean, time-lapse, uh-huh. sped up for like 20 minutes. And that's why I couldn't get fucking through it. Fully. Ah, oh, that's show, ringing a bell. 20, show, show I don't have a 20 minute attention span. <laughs> to watch a ship move. And it's the same thing. It's trying to show how the horizon on this ship through the camera uh-huh. doesn't show a... Doesn't show a curve. Doesn't show a curve. When they get closer to the horizon, it yeah. doesn't show a curve. Yeah, because it c- continues on. Right? Yeah. It's a, it was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Uh-huh. Right? Of course. Now, it's you can't see it. You can't see the curvature because... Curvature would go down. Yeah. And that's why you can't and, see and, it. And as you go more forward. Yes. It just goes down it at the same the, point. It, yeah. yeah. So whatever you see now is whatever you're going to see until the destination. Yeah. Until the land goes up. Yeah. Higher. Now, one of the things that it does, they did say was a formula. Mm. Now, I like numbers. You do like numbers. Okay. You are a numbers guy. And the formula was it decreases that like as it goes down mm-hmm. the earth curvature is i think it was uh every mile that you go out it goes down 
uh, every hundred miles ago, it goes down eight inches, right? Uh-huh. Okay. And it's based on some formula, right? That was it. And I've got a video that'll explain it a little bit better. But that was based on a book written by a flat earther. Mm. Now, if anyone has ever done uh, curvature checking or checking of an angle using a uh, a formula that has like a like a number squared in it. Do you now think back to your high school days in your mathematics? Okay, this is gonna be hard. Okay, yeah. And think about graphing. And yeah. if you do x squared, I feel I, I feel like if it, the formula doesn't have pi in it, <laughs> it's not valid. Probably not. But think about x squared. Uh huh. When uh, if you see a graph, yeah. And you do x squared. Yeah. What shape do you get? Hockey stick. Like a parabola. Yeah. Right now. Is that correct? You, hockey if, stick. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Kind of like a like a, like a, like that. Like a. Oh, like not like even like an oval, like a really skinny, like dude, like little like that. Oh yes, like a parabola. The, yes. Now yes. if you use a formula that has like something squared, you're gonna get a parabola shaped. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you a hint. The Earth is not flat, nor is it parabola shaped. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sphere, round enough, <laughs> you know. And that's why their formula didn't work. So here is a video of a guy exactly debunking. Yeah. What I'm talking about here, right? Here we go. Let's do it. Number two, flat earthers all say, I shouldn't see this thing, but I do, so the earth is flat. This is the eight inches per square mile, right? Uh The dipping. So really, you shouldn't be able to see, like, there's the shoreline, there are buildings there, because the earth dips, Yeah, you know, it does that. Let's have a look. And to justify this claim, you all say the same thing, typically with no context whatsoever. Eight inches per mile squared. None of you have any idea what this means. You can't derive it. You can't calculate anything with it. You can't make a prediction with it. You can't tell me anything about this value at all. When I point this out to you, you get very angry, and instead of answering simple questions, you just link me to a bunch of videos made by con men. Well, I'm sorry, friends. Those people are doing incorrect math, or lying, or both, and they are counting on the fact that you won't do any math at all to check up on them. So this is exactly how I did it in my head. I'm like, eight inches per mile squared. So after a mile... It's eight inches divided. Yeah, per mile squared. It's like, yeah. you know, kilometers per hour. It's a yeah, sl- yeah, slash. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eight inches per mile squared is not a valid way to measure Earth's curvature. If you understood math, you would immediately see that this squared on miles is totally out of place. That's because this is a parabolic approximation. Uh-huh. This is for doing calculations so, with... So you can see what a parabola looks like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Earth doesn't look like that. Uh-huh. A parabola. It's possible that you remember this shape from middle school algebra, but I wouldn't be surprised if you don't. As you can see, the Earth is not shaped like this. So where does it come from, and why do people use it? It comes from the Flat Earth Bible, Zetetic Astronomy, and Flat Earth priests use it because they know it's not accurate. It gives them incorrect values that they can use to claim that they shouldn't be able to see something when in fact they totally should. There are dozens of videos on YouTube demonstrating this, several of which reference the actual formula that actually describes Earth's curvature, which as you can see requires trigonometry. Yeah, so the one is the height. The but radius. If they don't believe, so if they believe the Earth is flat, why are they saying this eight-inch square mile? Exactly, exactly right. They're using it to say that the Earth is not flat. It is saying, "Oh, this is how you." No, no, no. Let's back up. They're using it to say this is how you calculate the Earth's curvature, 
But using that, you should not be able to see X, Y, and Z. So look at this picture here, right? In this yeah. one here. They're saying... So they're, oh, they're saying we're wrong. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Because this... If, You're if, using, if, by using this formula, you calculate this, you wouldn't be able to see... Yeah. Like, in this picture here, the boat would not be able to see the... The lighthouse. The lighthouse. But it's like... But that's if you use the eight, you know, eight... Yeah, yeah, eight, yeah. You know? But realistically, it looks like this. Uh-huh. Because they're using a formula... That's dipping them so quickly because instead of being around, it's being parabolic, which looks like this. Yeah, so it dips quickly. Got it. It dips quickly, and that's why. So their math, their, their instigation of the mathematical equation or understanding of fundamental mathematic basic principles is completely wrong. When they should be using a formula like this, which is height equals the radius of the Earth r uh-huh. minus r cos. Which is which is a formula thing you would have done that when you did math, triangles and yeah. stuff like that, and then in brackets s, which is the arc length divided by two r, which is the radius times mm-hmm. two. Yeah, which is the circumference of yeah. a circle. Uh-huh. So when you actually put in the correct formula, uh-huh. this works. So, Everywhere. So if they use this formula, there is some part of them saying, well, it's not flat, it's curved. No, no, they're saying this is... They're saying if the world was curved, this would be the formula. Right. And you would be wrong. But it's like, well, you're wrong because you're not even getting the formula right. You fundamentally don't understand mathematics. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why when you say, oh, if you use this formula, you shouldn't be able to see this, or that's why the boat isn't disappearing off the horizon because it should dip down. You know, I even got this uh, calculator out that apparently you can sort of see here. Okay. Yeah. Earth, so The Earth curve calculator, so we're right? Making, so add- we're making the... Arg- I got it now. We're making the argument that the Earth is curved and they're saying, no, you're... You're, yeah, it's you're it's curved because your formula... It dips, it dips, dips too much. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, 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 because you're using the wrong formula. So they're saying... If a ship is at 20 kilometers, it should dip down 31 meters uh-huh. or 32 meters, give or take. Yeah. Right? But we're saying, no, 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 that's that's using your formula. That's wrong. Yeah. You should use this formula and it might only dip down, you know, two meters. Yeah. So you should be able to see the top of the ship still uh-huh. 20 meters out. And that's why it's still there. But they're saying it's completely different. And that's why they're completely wrong. Uh-huh. And they're using it from an old thing like wrong that. Wrong formula. Yeah, we'll give you on this. We'll get right. a little bit more here. Uh, here we go. Which, as you can see, requires trigonometry. Stop blindly repeating what you hear on Flat Earth videos and learn some basic math so that you can do these calculations for yourself. Number three. All Flat Earthers say the same two things about water. The first is, water doesn't curve. And the second is... Water finds its own level. The second phrase is completely meaningless, so the fact that you all say that exact thing verbatim is just one of the many demonstrations that you all blindly repeat what you hear without giving it a moment's thought. As for the first phrase, stating that water doesn't curve is at least a coherent thought. However, it is dead wrong. Put a drop of water on a piece of wax paper or a leaf. What does it look like? A freaking sphere! Isn't that something? In your haste to mindlessly parrot what you heard from Flat Earth priests about water, you forgot to look at water. Water curves, my friends. Look at this curved meniscus. Look at these waves. Water curves all the time. Water is not magic. It is subject to influence by external forces, just like all other matter. With a spherical water droplet, that's the electromagnetic force. 
water molecules make hydrogen bonds with one another, which in this context we refer to as cohesive forces. That's why water has a very high surface tension. And that's why a water droplet remains spherical, so that it can maximize the number of hydrogen bonds that are formed and keep the system at the lowest energy possible. So clearly, and indisputably, water curves. In this example, it is due to the electromagnetic force. It is therefore quite easy to understand that it can curve under the influence of any force, including gravity. The oceans conform to the curvature of the Earth just like the land does, and for the same reason. This is why saying that water finds its own level is absolutely meaningless. You think that level means flat, as though on the globe model, water should just magically project into space at some arbitrary angle. In fact, level just means as close to the center of the Earth as possible. Uh, What's most hilarious do, do is that... flat Earthers believe we're in space? Yeah, they think we're in space, that every other planet is round, and we're the only flat one. Right. They also think that the Earth is... Some of them think that the Earth is static, and the and the sun moves around us, uh-huh. which is... You know <laughs> and then I mean? we need to burn people on sticks. <laughs> Here's a great one about water-finding level. Even in the tool called the level, which only works because gravity exists, there is a curved bubble right in there. If the bubble is curved, what is the liquid, which is mostly water, doing around that bubble? Mm-hmm. It curves. It is absolutely <laughs> astonishing how the things you repeat from Flat Earth videos are incompatible with even the most trivial everyday observations. You should acknowledge that. Yeah. Number four, you are all... So there you go. So those two things are completely disbunked that 20-minute video. Well, I'd love to... We can easily get a water droplet. Like, you can just show that straight away to, to, to a Flat Earther. Or get a spirit level. Yeah, like that, that, it, it wouldn't work otherwise. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's very indisputable. So, I, I would love to know the counter argument. So Ben, do you have anything else to add, Kieran, before we close this bit off? Um, I would like Ben to come on. I'd love to Ben to he come on. He doesn't have to turn his camera on because the other flat earther didn't turn his. He camera didn't. On. No, no, no. But we can still do a live stream somewhere. We can do it on Twitch. We can have mm. a chat about this normal sort of stuff. You bring your best evidence. Yeah. You know. Um. And we'll we'll chat about it. We'll we'll talk about it. I I'm if you you know what I'm always happy to be changed over. Like you know we had a, a gentleman on who was into adult baby diapers. Yeah, I thought it was weird. Uh huh. At the end of the conversation, I was like, perfectly normal guy. Yeah. We had a guy who was a fairy, perfectly normal guy. Uh huh. We read po- porn stars podcast and they, but sometimes a porn stars podcast is exactly what a porn stars podcast you think it was going to be like. And I think with this flat Earth stuff. There hasn't really been any evidence that has been ever proposed to me that makes me think, yeah, that makes... Yeah. yeah. Again, I think that we, we asked the gentleman, um, you know, if all of these worlds, global things, mm-hmm. are working together, why wouldn't at the height of the Cold War, where Russia and America were fighting... Why didn't they come out and say, well, America faked the moon landing? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and they're faking all this because the earth is actually flat. And they would dominate. You know, what? what's the end game? How do we know? Like, you know, their models always show earth as a, as a sphere. I just want to know what the conspiracy, why is the government lying to us? What's the purpose? Yeah. You know, what's, you know, I, I don't understand, you know. Well, it's to control us, to, it's just to But control. it doesn't... Whether you know what control and power, we're still we're still stuck. <laughs> we're still stuck on this round or flat or hexagonal Earth. You know what I mean? Either way. Anyway, that's all I've got. 
I've had uh, enough. Happy to trolling the flat earth. I'm having a great time. Facebook pages. How we come up with the stupidest way? Stu- I think no. I think we need to get down there and say it's a triangle. I said it was hexagonal, and people go, "No, it's actually round." I go, "Well, how?" It's because like, God said so. I'm like, "Okay, buddy, <laughs> my God." And I said, "My God of Scientology said uh-huh. it was hexagonal." So what are you? <laughs> I mean, who's are we having a God off now? The flying spaghetti monster. The flying spaghetti monster says that it is a triangle. Absolutely, absolutely, Kieran. What would you? Which? Where do you want to go from here? We got, you got a rant. I, I, yeah. Let's, let's rant. Let's, I, let's do some rants here. Thank you, Ben. Shut the hell up, bitch. Go kill yourself. Go sit in the middle of the road and let a car run over you. You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Dutch, I sent you a picture. You did. And this is what I want to rant about. The world... World War III is about to begin. Uh, Buy gold, everybody. So, yeah, buy, buy gold. And I sent you this picture. Read it out to me. Queers for pedophile. No, queers for Palestine. Uh, the something queer action collective, and they're on their Palestinian University flag. of Sydney. Yep, yep, University. There's a Palestinian flag, and then a very old version of the Ligabata flag. Yeah, probably last month. Um. I don't know who needs to tell them this, Church. <laughs> that this is an oxymoron. Yeah, I... Palestine isn't for the queers. No. <laughs> it's not even for the women. <laughs> yeah. Queers for Palestine does not make sense. I I, I think it's kind of funny. Because, like, Trump said, we're not going to give him money. Yeah. Like, we're not going to give Iran money. This is what happened, right? Giving Iran money would just feed like these small independent groups because mm. the goal was okay. Hang on, let's, no. let's get there in a second. Okay, let's yeah. get there in a second. Okay, yeah. I'm still at my rant here. Yeah, sure. They're just weak. They have no understanding that if they were in Palestine, they would be dead. They would be dead. Yes, they would not be alive. They would be tortured. They would have a miserable life. Yes, I don't know how. You could do that. Um, I think they're betting on like the underdog, potentially. No, don't, don't, people, people. You've got to. Do, uh, do you know what's happening in Saudi Arabia at the moment? No, have been right. paying attention. Uh, there's, there's two things that happen. There's the old guy who's like ninety. Yeah. Right. He's the king, and there's the younger guy who's like fifty or sixty, who's also a king. Yeah, yeah. Saudi Arabia has opened up in the last four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's become less... It's still conservative, but... Oh, we- they've got big soccer teams out. Cristiano Ronaldo plays out. Yeah, but women women don't need to be escorted by a man. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. and you can go out and... Becoming and more westernised. More, more westernised. Like, more like Qatar. Yeah, yeah. More con- still conservative, but more westernised. All right? And that's the that's the younger king. Yes. Doing, doing all of that. Makes sense. You know, the old guy's about to die. He's taken over. He's changed the rules. The the older king is is for Palestine, right? Like that's just he said in his ways. It was like my grandmother when she was in the nursing home and said the most racist things to her carers. Okay, just said in her ways. You can't change anything about that. The younger king in Saudi Arabia has literally come out and said, "Why are we backing Palestine?" Yeah, 
let's just go with the powerful, which is Israel. Yeah. Make connections with them and go forward. Yeah. Like, there's no point backing the weak people. Israel's on America. We should be with America. Well, let's just, let's just, let's just. Makes sense. Anyone, let's just. Back a winner. Back a winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Palestine has proven not to be the winner. What you've really got is, and I think I've talked about this before, the the Middle East is like inheriting a boat. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're getting a boat. Sounds great. But it's like a it's a sixty year old boat yeah. and it has sixty year old boat issues. Yeah, and you can scrub it, you can clean it, you can change as much as you want. At the end of the day, it's a sixty year old boat, mm. right? And this is the problem, right? Trump was like at one stage of like you got to give Iran money to help fight the help the those people fight each other. Yeah, and Trump's like what? All that's going to happen is the most expensive, like the big the biggest guys over there are going to get the money. And then go, hey, we've got all the money. Join our big group and we'll attack everybody. Yeah. And everyone's like, no. And everyone called Trump an idiot. And then Biden came and I was like, we've got to give Iran money. They gave Iran $6 billion, $6 billion. for humanitarian purposes. So apparently it was meant to And buy- do you know what, Turge? I'm what? not sure if you know this. Money's fungible. Yeah. Which means if you give them $6 billion for humanitarian yeah. purposes, they've all of a sudden got $6 billion in another account. In another account. Exactly right. It just goes, instead of giving them, you know, Biden bucks and they can only buy it from buy food from the Biden store, they go, well, I'll take this Biden bucks and buy my food from that. But now I have, you know, 60 real dollars. Yeah. And 60 real dollars, well, the arms dealer knows what that is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they, buy, and they buy guns. And instead of, the whole point was they were meant to, like, all these small groups were meant to infight with each other. Instead of infighting with each other, they just went, we could just ban all our real money together, get uh. this, and attack our real enemy, which is the Israelis. Yeah. Do you know what... And you... then they came along. Did you see what, what they actually flew in on? No. Uh, um... That's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, atta- they, they flew in literally on para- homemade hovercraft paragliding machines with big-ass machine guns mm-hmm. and attacked a music festival mm. yeah, and then literally raped all the women. And I'm like, if that doesn't show to you that Palestine is... Not somewhere where the queers want to be. Yeah. <laughs> like, if that... Like, this is going, we're going to attack something. We're really going to show it. We're going to get all the hot chicks from this music festival. We're going to kill all the men and just rape all the women. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I'm pretty sure that Palestine's not the place to be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not the backing... Uh, it should probably be, like, uh, queers for, for Biden or... You know what? Uh, queers... Queers for Trump. Don't... Ha- don't... Out of the Middle East. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 something like that. You know, um, I can tell you what. Tell you, tell you what. United Arab, UAE, United Arab, yeah, Arab yeah, wants. Uh, they want Israel to blow the shit out of Gaza. Yeah. Get rid of Hamas. Yeah. Not hummus. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get rid of that. That's good. Yeah, that's good. We we enjoy our hummus, and then the UAE is going to rebuild Gaza. An economic freeze. Uh, what's the word? An uh, economic tax zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like a no, no tax no, free zone. Yeah, tax free zone. Yeah, yeah, like a Singapore. Like a Singapore security provided by Israel, and they're going to back back the winners. It, that's what United Arab Emirates wants. You know what? So watch UAE and watch Saudi Arabia because that's going to determine you know what? what happens. The Jews had that area for a while. Yeah, 
and then they got kicked out and the Christians took it over for just a little bit yeah. but then they weren't really there. And then the uh, Arabs took it over uh-huh. and the Muslims took it over for a bit. I'm, I'm, and then, then, now, and then, you know, the Holocaust happened, and uh, the United Nations, which was a Nazi idea, said, "Hey, you know what, Jews? How about you have your own 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 country?" Mm. And they just sort of pushed Palestine out. So realistically, the Jews have had it, the Muslims have had it for a really long time. I think it's time the United Nations or whoever just get to go. You know what? Let's give the Christians a go. Why not? Give kick everybody out. Give it to Move the it. give it to the flat earthers. Yeah, flat earthers. The flat earthers can, have can it work for a while. it out. That's right. <laughs> give it to somebody. Somebody else can give it a crack. Why not? Like, what do you got to lose? Uh-huh. You know, people are dying anyway. You might as well move them somewhere else. Uh-huh. You know, you know. Realistically, the Israelis and the Muslims uh-huh. or the Palestinians should be working together. All the men should get together and fight the real enemy, women. I, I look at this and I'm like, they both don't like bacon. How how have they not come together on that? That just proves that the bacon, pe- people who eat bacon are the most civilized people in the world. <laughs> There's something in bacon that really gets us past the, into the next, into the next stratosphere. Kieran, um, I got a bit of a rant. It's not as uh, heavy as yours. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. That was, that was a bit heavy, wasn't it? I, I tried to lighten it up with the boat metaphor and all that stuff. Uh, one of my favorite comics, uh, I like web comics. Or I, I used to like web comics a lot more. Yeah. Because they're like quick, short little laughs, right? Yeah. I used to like XKCD, but they're like too wordy. You know, too, uh, I used to like Cyanide and Happiness. You ever watch that one? I was like a little. No. Kind of, and one that I, I've been loving and I've loved for. Uh, oh, there was one called. Uh, oh, Electric Retard. And that was an amazing one. That was like a surrealist. It was great. I'm going right, to find it. Okay, I'm going to find that one because that's one of my favorite web comics ever. It's it's so ridiculous. Uh-huh. But there's one out there right now called uh, Stone Toss. Have you ever seen any Stone Toss comics? No, no. I'll find one and I'll show it to you and I think you'll, you'll love it. But what I found is that there's, because I like that on, on social media, hmm. other people's web comics come up for me. Yeah, and I've realised that there are no good that like the ones I've mentioned, even some of the ones I've mentioned are getting worse. There are ninety nine point nine 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 percent of web comics mm. are absolutely fucking terrible. It, the art shit, the story shit, whatever they're trying to, or there's no punchline, right? <laughs> or there's no, there's nothing in of substance, <laughs> right? No, because it's the whole thing. You, you with the comic, you, you. I don't know about you. Every time I've read comics, you spend way too much time on the cell. What do you mean? Uh, you, all right, you know, in the newspaper when there'll be like those web, you know, so the comic strips. I, you, I know there's a punchline. Yeah. But I never like. I took forever just reading each cell and like looking at the picture and trying to figure it out. Is that what you do? No, uh, maybe I got. I, I could easily easily. Hagar's great. Very quick. Mm, okay. All right. All right. You know. So anyway, I've sent you two web comics. I want you to describe them for me. Uh, in. Uh, in. Where am I looking? Messenger. 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 messenger, messenger right. yeah. Not yet. It hasn't come through. This is great podcast material, everyone. Well, you know. This is a you know a real shit show. Come here. through. No, I sent you two. You know. Don't lie to me. 
Yeah, Messenger, there's not that. See? I sent you two photos just now. Oh, right. There we go. <laughs> um, uh, go on. Read out what what's happening in reading in the first one. Uh, uh, not even not even words. No. All right. There's a there's a chick a waitress, uh, and there's an angry man pointing at a menu. Then the the waitress has gone over to her, like an old lady complaining about her food. Then she's uh, crying, talking to a manager, and her manager's like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing?" And then she gets back out on the floor, and there's like an old guy. And then the old guy, you know, puts his arm on her shoulder and then she goes to ask another person and it's a woman yelling at her again. But she's smiling. That is crap. (laughs) There's a moral there. All right, whoosh. Don't you bully me, my best pal, kick. Okay. What's the point of these web comics? I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. So here we go. So here's here is a a stone toss one. Uh-huh. He reposted this in regards to the Israel Palestine conflict. Uh-huh. He, I think you're gonna like this one. So describe what's happening. President Washington. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. The other thing I love about this um, Palestine Israel thing, if you, I'm not sure if you've been watching the news. I should have brought clips in. Yeah. So it's like, how bad the situation? The situation in Palestine Israel is bad. It's disgusting. Yeah. Right. It, it's bad. It's, but you watch the news, and America just gets to slide itself into the news. So it's like, there's this bad stuff happening in the Middle East. But what is America's response? America's sending a navy ship and all these F-35s, and then three quarters of the news story is about America. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How are they going to float? Are they going to sail across the flat earth to get there? They're never ending. All right. Describe this Stone Toss comic. All right. This is is actually funny. There's a woman. President Washington. The Ottoman Empire is causing trouble in the Middle East. Oh, oh, President Washington, because it's back then. Yeah. All right. Washington. Yeah. The Ottoman Empire is causing trouble in the Middle East. Shall we deploy the troops? Her arm is on his shoulder. The next cell. He's just staring at her blankly. Than the next cell. Who gives a shit about the <laughs> Middle East? <laughs> See, that's the appropriate response a, a, a an American president should really have to anything <laughs> that's happening. At really, that's outside the country. Yeah, you know, like Trump. It's it's weird to think that Trump is literally the only president to not initiate a war. Yeah, to have to not have a war. I know. <laughs> like everyone was like, he's going to start World War Three. He's going to be Russia. He's going to be North Korea. This that. and Trump went over there and was just like, hey, North Korea guy, pretty good, eh? We're both both doing it. This is pretty good. <laughs> he's going over with Russia, and it's like, oh, we're very good people, we're very good. Yes, same thing. You're Mr. Putin. You're a trillionaire. I'm a billionaire. We're having a good time. Yeah, run your country well. Very good. Good relations. Yeah. Biden gets into power and just goes, we'll give $6 billion to the terrorists. No worries at all. No. Uh, and we'll let Afghanistan have all of our uh, our, our, our equipment. Oh, why? Uh, Tetch, do you have a rant for us? Uh, that was it. My oh, rant that was your shitty, rant. Shitty, <laughs> shitty, shitty rant probably. I'm an idiot. Uh, well, here, here, let, let's do... Uh, let's do this.
I'm gonna skip it a bit. Uh, I got two dad jokes uh, for you, Kieran. All right. Um, for you. So anyway, I was. Um, first of all, I was driving. Before I tell the joke, I was driving down the, the road recently, mm. and this is how I, I was thinking about jokes, dad jokes, stuff like that. And then I saw a magic car. Uh huh. You believe it? A magic car was like there. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah, I was yeah. driving down the road. This yeah. car it was magic. Yeah. And then it turned into a petrol station. Oh. Magic car yeah. turned into a petrol station. Yeah, magic. That's it. That's the joke. Yeah, it's shit. Uh, here's, here's one for you. <laughs> okay. So, Kieran, if you buy a belt for $200 yeah. and you get it home, uh-huh. it doesn't fit. Yeah. Huge waste. That was actually good. That was uh, that was alright. <laughs> Better than that first match. Let's do it to this bit. We go back to the flat earth stuff just quickly. Sure. Okay. So, uh, there's only a few things I actually do believe that the... F- so, look. Wh- these things I believe. Yeah, yeah. So, the <laughs> earth is like... It's made of like it's like 70% water, water right? Yeah, yeah. Salt water, ocean water. It's... it's it's uh, Salty ocean water. Yeah, but it's, it's like it's still water. It's not, it's not sparkling, right? Yeah. So, it is flat. The earth is, is flat. Ah, didn't... <laughs> Uh, here's it. Okay, so you ready for this? This is my other conspiracy theory. I probably should have done that instead of the fat, fat people joke, but it's probably attributing to that as well. Uh-huh. Government construction projects are causing rising sea levels. I would agree with that. Okay, think about it. Yeah, right? you're building like all this infrastructure on, on thing. You got to bulldoze things. You got to flatten things out. Uh-huh. You got to put the soil somewhere. You got to make the earth flat. Got to make the earth flat. Uh-huh. You got to put the soil somewhere. Hmm. Where can you put it? Ocean. Ocean. Yeah. Oh, stuff. So, you know when you need your bath and you put something in the bath and the water spills up. Uh, yeah. Same principle. Uh-huh. Government projects, flattening land, building stuff. Sinking the earth. Sinking the earth. Into the water. Making more land on in the ocean yeah. is causing the ocean to rise up. You uh-huh. can't get rid of the water. No. You've got to just put more dirt in there, you know? So anyway, think about it. Ocean rigs. Yeah. They're in the ocean. Mm-hmm. You put them in the ocean, they're heavy. Yeah. Very heavy. Yeah. Ocean rises. Ocean rises. There's a lot of ocean rigs That's right. out there. There you go. What do we keep doing to the ocean? You know, Australia's about to do it. Buy more submarines. Uh-huh. In the ocean. Gonna make it heavier. Heavier. Heavier, yeah. yeah. What do we do? Put boats on the ocean. Yeah. Pushing it down. Uh-huh. And more submarines. Sea, sea level rises. Yeah. Pretty good. Also, vegetables over the last eighty years have become 70% less nutritious. Mm. That's a real thing. And that leads me into the fat watch. <laughs> sort of thing. That is, that's actually true. That's a real thing. No, I, I believe that because I, what, two, it must have been two years ago now, yeah. whenever it was, I had the um, salsa dip, the, um, not bocconcini. What's the thing where you've got the toasted bread and you put the, the uh, bruschetta. bruschetta. So you had made the bruschetta. Yeah. And I had never tasted 
bruschetta, like the, the tomatoes yeah, yeah. was this so... Was, I think it was my nonno's tomatoes. Was, nonno's, you know, and the, those tomatoes had come from Italy and be seeded Import. each year, etc. Um, You can't get flavour like that in the supermarkets. I think one of the things is, it, it is industrial farming to a degree. Because, let's say a big patch, like big... That flavour was amazing. Well, and this is what my nonno always talks about. He goes, I go, because every year, like, let's just say you got like four bays. Yeah. And one year... You do crop rotation, Yeah, right? crop rotation. And he goes, yeah, you've got to remove it because, like, the, the tomatoes don't need much nitrogen or whatever it needs. It needs more of this, but the lettuce needs more nitrogen. So in the first one year, it saps all the nitrogen out, and then you put it somewhere else where it's got lots of nitrogen, and tomatoes don't need as much or whatever it is. Yeah. Makes sense. If you've got industrial farming, you just plant the same shit in the same soil every time. Every time, you can, yeah. You can put it into their... Um, Straight, like, you know, yeah, you could put, like, nitrogen tablets in there or filter it or put water with more. But it's not the same because it needs to soak. Mm. Anyway. I agree. Anyway, fat people. Anyway, so I found this video of this woman here. And Jess and I have watched this like a million times. All right. Uh, but you, you're going to love it. I know you, you're going to love this one here. Okay, here we go. Oh, come on, Facebook. There we go. Veggie sandwich. No, she got she's she got an order and she's uh-huh. live streaming herself talking about her order. She says she got a veggie sandwich. Veggie sandwich. Literally just has veggies. They gave me two chips, although I asked for an apple, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I doubt that. <laughs> no, trust me, they're not putting two packs of chips in there if you ask for an apple. <gasps> They gave me the wrong sandwich. Oh no! Turkey with bacon and cheese. <laughs> Remember she said a veggie sandwich? I'm really, really upset right now. I'll try it. This is not a veggie sandwich. Wow. Alright. Well, here we go. Mm. It's not bad. Bacon. Tasty. <laughs> wow. Yeah, pretty good. So I think well, she got the wrong order. So, yeah. but I don't think she's too upset about the the bacon, the bacon and the cheese and stuff like that. All right, here's my foot. Is it? Is it? I've only got two. So this is this one today. Uh huh. Okay, you are a real fat person. Mm. Plus, mega plus size you're in thinner fat you know how it goes yeah Understood. and you've already asked for either bigger seats on airlines or free airline travel for fat people right no it should be fucking free airline travel for the person if sitting next asked. to yeah, yeah yeah but you've already asked for that in a video and then got controversy and all that sort of fun stuff what is the craziest thing you could think you could ask for for people to do to assist fat people when it comes to traveling, specifically hotels. What do you What do you think? The craziest request. What do you, What do you think would be the most stupidest thing you could ask for? Oh, if I'm a fat person, if you're a mega, like you're in a bit of fat, yeah, 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 and you're in a hotel, what's the stupidest thing you can ask for them to do? Oh, well, you can already get room service. Uh-huh. Uh huh. they already take your bags up. 
Yeah. I so I'm I think you're left with that they're gonna need to get a scooter uh-huh. for you to get in and that scooter's gonna drive you to the lift. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not very creative. No. Well, look, uh, I've heard a lot of them say you get beds that support more weight. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, well, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> most beds can handle a lot of weight. You should you should be okay. Yeah. Here's what this lady... You can read it out. Okay. There's no video. There's no video. What's this woman asking for? Plus size influencer who petitioned for free extra plane seats, now calls on hotels to enlarge hallways. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Hallways are pretty fucking wide. Have you ever walked down a hallway and thought, man, this could be like a good, like, foot bigger? (laughs) The only hotel I was surprised... Doorways, maybe. Not hallways. (laughs) The 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 only hotel I was surprised at its size... Was when I was in Singapore. Yeah, but there's small people, and there's actually not a lot of land in Singapore. Yeah, well, there's that too. Yeah, um, this, the the main city is the is the, is the country. But at no point did I think about the hallway or the doorway. <laughs> I did think about the 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 like the bathtub because it was like a bathtub shower, mm. and I was like, I can't I can't like have a bath. I'm yeah. too big for this. Yeah, I hate those. Yeah, I hate bathtub showers. It's stupid. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah, in large hallways. Um, but then they'll you know make what? the room smaller for the fat person. <laughs> I don't think she understands how things work. Maybe the fucking cupboard you know in, what, the, ho- in you know, the hotel you know, room? You know what would be good? What? I think that this is what should happen. And they should, like, all the fat people should get together and knock down the building and build it themselves. Maybe they should build. Maybe all the fat people should just put their money together and build a fat hotel. Yeah, a fat hotel, but they have to actually build it themselves. Uh huh. Because by the time they finish building this fat person hotel, they'll be skinny. <laughs> oh, I thought you would. Yeah, uh, it would never get built. It would. Uh, it would never get built. Um. All right. What else do you have for us? Uh, I can't even remember what I've got now. I okay here. Uh, you want to talk about our favourite uh, Instagram person, Abby Chatfield? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Here's a video that she just uh, posted, and there was a news.com.au article about it. That's why I know about it. Here we go. So she paid for it. Of course. T-I-R-L. You know I am that girl. Okay. So the, the thing is, at the table of boomers loudly next to me, bitching about me, saying that they would be ashamed if my daughter wore that top. I'm going to mute the video audio because we all know that it's just this. Uh-huh. Right? But let's have a look. This is the... You can sort of see here. So apparently... You, you can see what she's wearing. Yeah. Apparently she wore this... What she's wearing... To, to uh, a restaurant. Yeah. And boomers called her out for it. Yeah. What she's wearing, I would say, is it Halloween? Like, are you off to a Halloween party? Because we know Halloween parties are just skanky. Yeah. Right? But you're also usually at a house or yeah. you're at like a bar somewhere. Yeah. Not a restaurant. Yeah, that is not restaurant appropriate. No. W- would you like to describe it? Like it, She's practically naked. It, it is pretty much a lace bra. It's, yeah. That And her whole stomach is showing. It's a lace bra G-string. It, I don't even think it's actually a top. I think it's actually lingerie. Yeah. 
And then she's like, got because look at it, it goes down. It's it's, it's it a, goes down into the crutch area. Yeah, I think you're right. So anyway, she complained that a table of boomers loudly next to me, bitching about, uh, saying that they'd be ashamed if my daughter wore this. And she said, "Sorry that you have nothing left to talk about. You cr- uh, in your crusty relationships, your kids probably would be the ones ashamed if they heard what you were saying." Me wearing a hot top doesn't compare to you spending your night focusing on my tits. She has terrible, boring, B-cup at best tits and making it the main topic of conversation. Now, I have lots of issues with this, obviously. It's clearly attention-seeking. Well, while it's attention-seeking, I think maybe she should go talk to her dad or something. (laughs) What's wrong with that? You should have a strong relationship with your father. Secondly... Um, I don't even think that this actually happened because why wouldn't you take a video of the couple at the restaurant? At the restaurant? Yeah. This is obviously in her... She's in her house. In her house somewhere. So I, I have a feeling she just put this on, made up this story and sent it out because I also looked through her social media just to check what's going on and she didn't post any pictures with at the restaurant or with friends or anything like that. And women like this are so so um whorish in attention yeah. seeking that someone would have posted something i she's she is a bit of a celebrity that someone would have taken a photo there would be other photos there'd be other photos yeah, yeah. if someone yeah and especially like yeah there would be enough evidence of you know it's not michael jackson level of fame but it's but enough even fame. Not, but just walking down the street someone would have gone that's abby chatfield yeah oh abby chatfield let me get a photo yeah and someone would have posted it yeah. and she would she would have, they would have been tagged i guarantee you if we were out and we saw her we would be asking for an autograph oh absolutely yeah i would ask her to sign my penis yeah i think that would be funny uh-huh and then i'd ask her hey do you hook up with anybody on uh one of those shows you're hosting yeah <laughs> do you hook up with dave hughes <laughs> <laughs> she oh. fucked the robot in the the dance uh. the, the singing show you're doing uh yeah she got really angry about that apparently lots of people were asking her did you hook up with anyone too hot to handle whatever show she's she's doing and she's like i want to do that that's not, not integrate and, like, and everyone's like you you are literally that woman that would do that <laughs> that's why we're asking pretty funny anyway yeah, i think yeah, abby chatfield she's she's great she's great uh here's one for you adult star can't leave her home after aggressive locals keep shouting, Hey, OnlyFans! <laughs> <laughs> Swiss adult star uh, Melba Monty says she, it's hard to be an OnlyFans star in a small town because of all the locals making jokes or sometimes being aggressive due to her career. You know what, lady? Uh, that's called taking accountability for yeah. your actions. Yeah, uh-huh. I know. Um, you know... If you if you got ginger hair, you're going to be called Bluey. Like there's nothing you can do about that, you know. <laughs> you can stop this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Or embrace it. Or and go, yeah, embrace it. Obviously, you know what? If you're having this level of reaction to people talking about it, you are ashamed of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you're no, not embracing it. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, you're obviously ashamed of what you do. Like, no one ever goes to you, Kieran, and goes, Oh, uni lecturer. Oh, hey, professor. Like, and you go, Yeah, well, that's my job. That's, that's, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> I have a doctorate. You don't. Like, no one goes to be like, Oh, working for the government, working hard, hardly working. No, I don't work hard at all. Like, it's very, you know, 
I record music <laughs> <laughs> and record podcasts. I, it's very easy. Yes, that's fine. You are one hundred percent correct. It's you know I embrace it. She's obviously getting upset because she obviously feels ashamed. <laughs> uh, there we go. Um, Titch. You got you got got some news for us. Where did I put my phone? Oh, okay. Oh, can, can we can we go back? Can we quickly do something? Yeah, sure. Okay. Do you remember my amazing idea to help women get into? <laughs> I, I saw this video before and I've been waiting for it. Okay. <laughs> remember my fantastic idea? I wanted to get women into construction, and yeah. I said, "Why don't we set up a business where we train up?" The women. The women. Mm-hmm. And then get them, and they were like contractors for us. And it was basically implying that we would be pimps yeah. to women. For women, in for the construction industry. Very funny joke. Hilarious. Very, very funny across the board. Little did I know, Kira, that someone was like, hey, listening to this show went, wait a minute. <laughs> we could do this. <laughs> These boys are pretty smart. Let's see. Uh, let's turn article up this is on channel 7 news in australia uh-huh. this is where kim william feels right at home she traded in hospitality for heavy machinery a year and a half ago i would not have thought that i would be doing this here i am now loving my job love every day that i go in now she has 13 more colleagues just like her the construction industry's newest recruits who spend three weeks being trained for free once complete they leave with a job so at the end of the three weeks they're safe and ready to work on a construction site so that was the bottom bitch yeah and then this guy here Uh he's obviously the guy that trained this guy here obviously trains them up only program of its kind in Australia, led by CPB contractors. The company chose a select group out of 700 applicants. High demand from women who wanted to pick up the tools. We've had people from the hospitality industry, um, nursing, had police, you name it. We've had all different women come through the program and just want to change careers. Industry-wide, there are more than 1.3 million workers, but only 13% of them are female. There are more than 30,000 positions in construction up for grabs in Australia. Programs like this one could hold the key to filling job shortages across the industry. I hope in 20 years it's the opposite and we're having to run these programs to get more men back in the industry because the women have taken over. Angelique Opie, 7 News. Uh, can you believe? The, possibly, wow, that, that is. So possi- we're bottom- possibly the, f- the funniest joke I've ever said on this show. Yeah. Apart, maybe that and the race war one. That was pretty good too. Remember that one? When I built yes, it up? Yes, yes. <laughs> and you thought it was going to be about Jews or something? As you always do? Actually, do you know what? <laughs> that joke, that race one would be great if you were actually a stand-up comedian and you got two people up on stage. Yeah. And did that too. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be a good joke. Yeah, but that the joke about getting women out—it's it's a reality, Kira. Can you believe it? Can you, can you, this world—we need to get a cut from this. <laughs> we want ten percent. You know what? I'll take one. Just one. one? Just one. One. One okay. percent. That's all I want. Just uh-huh. a, just a little something something for my trouble, you know. And then, but I want before before they leave before they start the training. I want all the women to listen to my joke about it. <laughs> I will see if they stick around. Uh, uh, on the opposite end of the spectrum, Kieran, we've yeah. got a bunch of people that uh, I think you will highly respect. Um, here we go. Are you ready for this? POV, 
point, point of, view. of view. Yeah. But this is not really point of view. You're at a kindergarten for adults. Yeah, yeah. This is not even point of view because that means you would be like putting the camera in front of your face. Sorry, what the fuck? This is this is like just you know not it's not point of view. No, no, you're stuck <laughs> on the point of view. <laughs> yeah. What what are you talking about? <laughs> I know what you're doing there. <laughs> But it's a kindergarten for adults. Oh yeah, there's that too. <laughs> oh, let's watch the video. Maybe, maybe the point of view will work itself out. <laughs> so what are they doing here? You, you want to describe what like the scene here? They're doing clay painting and it, macaroni. They're playing with Lego. That's and good. Lego. Swing. Oh my god, is that an actual kindergarten teacher? Yeah, there's a kindergarten teacher. He looks like a kindergarten teacher. Over here, yeah. And look at that, they're all... They're on like, the fucking floor! This one's got a mask on. <laughs> they're on the floor, oh. having story time. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, doing arts and crafts. Playing dice game. They're making things out of pizza boxes. This guy's build, literally building things. And they're all leaving now. Time to go! There you go. So that's pretty good. Thank God for TikTok. It really lets all the uh, uh, yeah, the real idiots come to life. What the fuck? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna save this podcast, Turch. That is my mission. Save the podcast. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, I I think I saved it with the one percent <laughs> we're gonna get from these women. Uh, I've got a great article here. Yeah. A 104-year-old has died peacefully in her sleep one week after setting the world record for the oldest person skydiving. I did see that old person skydiving. Yeah. That's a good on her. I know. 104 years of age. Killing it. Gets out there and skydives. A week later, she's died. But I, part of me is just like, what a way to go. you got to do it. Last week of I'm, your life. I, I don't think she knows it was the last week. But she she skydived, and I just part of me is just like I just think that's just so awesome. Gonna, Someone gonna, who's never skydived. I'm gonna say I've, I've never skydived. I've never had the urge to skydive. Yeah, you want to do it? No, I've never had the urge. I still don't. I wanted to do it for your bucks. Yeah, that's too but crazy. I got, I got. I think I'm pretty. I got told that you had to be on land. Oh, I think Jess is more like. She didn't want me flying interstate or being on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was instructions. He had to remain on land. <laughs> well, look, I mean, how do you even fly a plane on a flat earth? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they don't think that the earth spins. Like, if they think, like, they think planes can't fly. How do we get day and night? I don't know. How do clouds work on a flat earth? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, their models just don't make sense. Flat Earthers, please come on this podcast. Yeah, more 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 of you, the better. I would yeah, say. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. Uh, Kieran, do you want to watch a Greens member talk about how uh they're gonna save rent? Oh yes. All right. Oh geez, this is a long episode already. All right, yeah, very uh, long episode. Let's do it. When the Greens delayed the government's housing bill until after National Cabinet meets, making unlimited rent increases illegal? Well, National Cabinet's about to make unlimited rent increases 
legal still. They're supposedly gonna limit the frequency of rent increases to once per year without putting a limit on the actual amount, which is just great. If landlords can only increase their rent once per year, I'm sure they'll be very reasonable with the amount. That's so, yeah, so I know he's speaking very quickly because what he's trying to do is the quicker he speaks, the less time people have to think about think what about he's saying. Things, yeah. That's why yeah. I get to pause it because yeah. I'm in control. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, you got this in Victoria anyway. We do. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean really anything. So there's no limit. The market rate, the market will dictate uh. the price of the rental property. Now, I'm going to put it out there. Like if you are looking to rent right now, you know, our friends just rented in the area. Yeah. Right. And I asked him, well, what is the range? And he goes, well, this is the range. We're expecting that. Uh-huh. Like, but if someone comes out there and goes, you know what? We're going to add an extra $100 a week for a similar product. They're probably not going to get their place rented out. Uh-huh. So the market actually dictates the rate. Now, can the rate go, will the rate go up over time? Of course it will. And all the, all the landlords are doing... Are yeah, meeting, there's a thing called inflation. ...are meeting the market rate. You know, yeah. and you know what? Like when I had an investment property, I know sacrilege. Um, I had good tenants, and because they took care of the place and cleaned it, and actually took care of the garden really well, I didn't increase the rent. Mm-hmm. And when they said, "Hey, we're not going to go on it. Uh, we want to do it month to month instead of signing up for a year," I go, "Well, look, if you're going to do it month to month. I am going to increase the rent because it's my liability." Yeah. But if you sign up for a year, I won't increase the rent. And they said, you know what? We're happy with because we need to do month to month. We're happy with the increase. I'm like, that's a great... Isn't that a great compromise? Uh-huh. So. Plus, you were also making a loss on it. Don't, don't worry about that. Yeah, I know. I mean, there's other tax offsets <laughs> exactly later. Right. I still have to have the cash. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, you, you got to understand no, 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 that no, no, bit. No, no, but, you, but the, the renters... Most renters think landlords are... Flash with cash. No. No. And you were technically making a loss yeah. on it, which means that you're putting more money into paying off the mortgage than what the renters are paying. Yes. To be there. Well, not the mortgage payments per month, but yeah. the interest earned. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's a, you know what? If they want to really know, they should maybe study finance instead uh-huh. of arts or whatever the fuck this guy did. Anyway, so he's saying uh, it's bad that they oh, can only oh. up it up once a year. Well, no, that's actually pretty normal. That's like getting like a. A review, yeah. like you don't, you don't get like three promotions a year. I, I rent, and I expect it to go up every year. That's that's all it is, natural. Yeah, you know, you've got to cover your costs. I understand. You know what? You could probably, you, you probably got a base rate that's probably lower compared. It's been modest increases instead of large increases. Uh-huh. Like when I had a tenant leave, and when I got a new set of tenants in, I was, you know, it was only two years, and I increased, you know, kept it the same for two years. But when I did it. It went up like $50 a, a week hmm. when, if I did it slowly, it would have only increased $5 yeah, a yeah. week. Yeah, here, here we go. Part of this policy is most states don't actually have to do anything because we already limit the frequency of rent increases in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria, ACT, Tasmania, South Australia, and WA is committed to making the change too. Changing the frequency of rent increases doesn't do anything. This is how much rent's been increasing across the country, with all but WA in the Northern Territory having already implemented this policy. National Cabinet's trying to paint themselves as heroes by looking to ban no-cause evictions too, which has also already happened in most states and territories and still doesn't do anything unless you cap rent increases. Okay, you can't cap rent increases, and I'll tell you why you can't cap them. Because each property is different, 
and if there's a big boom somewhere, like let's just say Ballarat becomes a mining uh. place all over again, you can't say, well, I'll increase it by $100 maximum. It's like, well, they're not going to work because we need 20,000 people trying to rock up all at once. Uh-huh. We don't have the space. We're going to have to charge more. Yeah, let the mark. And then and then people go, oh, Ballarat's booming. More houses get built in Ballarat. And then the market goes, oh, there's too many houses. It's a cycle. It's a it's a it's a market cycle. Do you know what happened in India or what happens in India? I think you talk. I think you talk about this off 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 uh, off the show. But there was a they built all things and the slum. It's basically become slumlords because they're not allowed to increase rent prices. Yeah, and so the investor doesn't get a return. So yeah. the investor doesn't go out and build more houses or maintain the property. Yeah, because they can't afford to. Yeah, yeah. So that's why it becomes like a slump. Yeah. National Cabinet will continue to allow no grounds evictions every 12 months by enabling massive annual rent increases. Which yes, yes, absolutely. That's how we kick out the riffraff and get in someone good. Yeah. Uh, get get good. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> live at home. That's what, you know, everyone that bought a place lived at home. Uh-huh. Because it's like, yeah, it sucks now. And everyone that bought a place probably wanted to buy in a better suburb. Well, there's that. Yeah. It's like, you know what you got to say? When we bought, we bought like a unit. We didn't buy a house. Uh-huh. We bought like a little unit and we lived in it and we saved as much money as we could and then tri- profited yeah. off the sale of the house uh-huh. to buy this house, which yeah. is lovely. It is lovely. Yeah. Landlords will use as a tool and weaponize to evict tenants. Yes. Good for them. Finally, some power for the people who own the fucking asset. Make unlimited rent increases illegal, you have no absolute ghouls. And quit it with this argument that somehow limiting a landlord's profits will reduce supply. A house doesn't just vanish when a landlord sells up. It's just ticket scalping for housing. And sure. No, okay. So if, if, if a person sells, let's say you've got a house and it's rented out mm. and they can't get one in, it's like too expensive, let me sell it. They just sell it to another a, a place that you want to live, like in a city. He's obviously living in the city. Let's face it. He's a Greens guy. Yeah. He's living in Brunswick. He can't afford a $2 million place. I don't live in fucking... I would love to live in the city. Yeah. I don't want to pay the ridiculous amount that rent is. Yeah. That's right. So I don't live in the city. That's right. That's right. You save your money so you can do, buy your own piece of land. Do I want to... Do I actually want to live in the suburb I live in? Actually, living there now, that's uh, all it's right. Not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. <laughs> it's come, it's come a bit home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm just used to everything, right? But it's not a flashy suburb. But does the job. It uh, it does. Yeah. You know, you've got a good place to live. You've got a house which gives you lots of flex, like, uh. like space, even uh. with the, with the two other guys you're living with. Yeah. With your mates, which yeah. makes it easier. You're close to public transport. You're close to you know. You're not that far from me. It's only a half hour drive to my place. It's it's, uh, but I I could be living in Brunswick and paying four Twice or five times, yeah, for a smaller place, yeah, and you would have no privacy and you would yeah, be a, uh, yeah, uh, and look, but if someone sold that place in Brunswick, they got there's two choices: there's someone's going to buy it and mm-hmm. rent it out for more than what it's already been rented out for, and you probably won't be able to afford it. That's yeah. you're not buying it, so there's no point in that. Secondly, someone else didn't buy it as as uh, another investor, and will knock down what you've got and put like f- something bigger on there. Uh-huh. All right. And then you're in the same boat. You've got the same, probably the same price, newer place, but now you're in the block of 30 instead of a block of two. Yeah. Or you get a family moving, it's uh, people moving in there. And if people are moving in there, 
they've already, if they've already got another place, let's just say that gets sold off to buy, uh-huh. buy this one, but that's out in Craigieburn. Yeah. You're not moving. This guy's not moving to Craigieburn no. to rent out there. It, it's all a shift. Uh-huh. It's it's the movement. Yeah. So the amount of rentals is only going to fluctuate 2 or 3% either way. Yeah. Yeah. Right? The amount of people renting is probably going to continue to rise. So he's not understanding that, oh, if they sell, there'll be, you know, the house doesn't go, the house doesn't go away. But what the use is for is either going to be, it's still going to stay pretty much what it is. Yeah. Or if, like I said, someone's moved into it, another house is going to be free. I, I somewhere ha- where you want, we're going to rent. I had to say this. I feel like most family homes that are sold are sold to families. Yeah. And most houses that are for rent, like you can pretty much tell yeah. um, units and things like that that are rent, are going to just be, investors are going to buy. Yeah. And they're going to become rentals. Yeah. Yep. That's what I bought. A, I, I couldn't see you buying this house as an investment. Or not yet. Yeah. But, but you know what? A lot of the places like this are owned by older people. Uh-huh. And they go, you know what? I'm not going to live here anymore. I'm going to live near the beach, you know. And then they move to the beach and rent this out, and that pays for their place. Yeah, well, that could happen too. At the beach, right? Yeah. Or they sell it to people like me, who's got a family. A family, you're gonna, gonna, yeah. This guy's not that. <laughs> they, they just, they just there we don't. Go. Give me- Housing's an investment, but investments come with risks, and the profits of people with multiple houses shouldn't be prioritized over the livelihoods of people who have. See. Profits. He doesn't understand what profit actually means in uh, this case. Yeah, no, this is not profit when it's an income. I, I profit comes with, at the point of sale. Yeah, not the ongoing. In, uh, it, it's income, and income is not profit. Otherwise, every dollar you make is profit, but uh, it's not. It's income. It's income. Yes, the profit comes from the sale of the asset. Yeah, yeah, and that is the fundamental point that these. Greens, or this guy in particular, does not understand. None. Live in it. Rent it fairly or politely. Sell up, cash out, take your profits and invest in something else. By the way, how is being a landlord not a conflict of interest when you're in control of residential tenancy laws? Remember- uh, huh? How is being a landlord not a conflict of interest when you're in control of tenancy laws? Uh, because everything's like that. There's accountants on the accountancy board because you need people who understand the fucking policy to yeah. write the policy. You need law- well, ha- How do laws get involved? Do lawyers not write laws? <laughs> Church, you've got to understand. Do psychologists not write the psychology manual? <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? So who wrote the psychology manual? Oh, what- we got Jim in. He's a builder. He knows. He knows mental health pretty good, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> we follow that. Who built the house? Well, not the bricklayer. He's the specialist. What we got in was uh, Tom from t- accounting. See, if we leave people like him, they're going to come up with crappy mathematics. <laughs> and that's that dip the lovely, earth, lovely dip parabolic the, earth. Dip the earth too much. Oh, that's, that, that's what we end up with. Church, it's been a great episode. Oh, it's always it's always a good fun when we we, we get angrier the episode goes on. If you if you've made it to this point of the episode, thank you very much. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, uh, I don't know wherever else you get your your uh, podcasts from. We're on Twitter. We are on on an X. If oh, you want X. to talk to us about flat Earth, we're always interested. Email us at we only one take podcast at gmail.com. 
Kieran, thank you so much for being in the studio. Thank you. And we will see you next Thursday. Ha, ha, ha.